So today's daf is Ayin Aleph, I want to say, because I think we were on Ayin yesterday. Yeah, we got to the, the Mishnah. We actually got pretty far, so that was good. That was, um, I was thinking we might have a shorter time today because of Rosh Chodesh. So we're at the Mishnah, which is about two-thirds of the way down the page, I would say, on uh, Ayin Aleph, Amud Aleph, where it says, Balabai, Chayash, Shutav, Shechenav, Lezebeyayin, Velezebeyayin, Enatzechim, Narev. Okay, so the issue is this. If a person is... Uh, normally, they have to make shitufei mavoot. They have to make a, uh, a, a a partnership in order to allow. If you have multiple uh, courtyards that are opening to a mavoi, which is generally how it worked, you would have uh, two or three uh, 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 courtyards that open to an alleyway that they all shared. So they would have to make this shituf uh, of the mavoot. But what they could. But the thing is, what happens if the they already have a partnership in some commodity? So here it's using wine as an example. But in some commodity that could be used for a shituf, in other words, it has to be an edible item, but they had already a partnership in wine. So it says, if these, if these neighbors already have a partnership in wine, so they don't necessarily have to make a separate uh, partnership for the Mavoy because they already have a partnership in the wine. Okay, another, and what is the whole idea of uh, shituf? What is the whole idea of the partnership in the Mavoy? It is uh, a partnership uh, in food, basically, that you, that, that you create. So, how, uh, but, on the other hand, if some, have, some share uh, oil and some share wine, in other words, they don't all share the same thing. So let's say you have multiple chatserot that are open to a Mavoy, and between one chatser and A and B have uh, wine in common, and B and C have oil in common. They don't have the same partnership. It's not the same thing. So if that's the case, so that wouldn't work according to Tanakama. So then Tzichin Arev. However, Rabbi Shimon says, no, even in a case where um, the partnership between A and B is in wine and B and C is in oil, still that's good enough to say that all of the Chatserot are united. So in other words, the idea here is that you don't have to make a separate partnership just L'Shem Mavoy, like we made it for the sake of the Mavoy. If they already have a partnership that's a valid partnership in a food that is valid for the, mavo- for the Shituf, to unite the uh, chatzerot together, so then they don't need to make a separate partnership. So Gemara says, Amarav, This is only true if all the wine is in one container. In other words, that all of these different courtyards have one like store, you know, one huge barrel of wine that they all own together. Since they all own that one huge barrel of wine together, so they're already united in an item, and they don't have to make a separate partnership in order to allow them to carry in the Mavoy. We can also see a proof from this. Because he says the proof of that is that you see that if one is wine and one is oil, then, then, then it wouldn't work. So so makes sense if you assume that what is it talking about when it says that they have a partnership in wine? It's talking about that it's in one, ca- it's in one container. Okay, and when it's talking about oil and wine, what's the problem? The problem is that it's in two containers, right? rather. So in other words, but if you're going to say that they're in two containers anyway, what's the difference what's in the containers? In other words, Rava is saying that it, that the, the, it stands to reason that we're talking about one large container of wine that they're all united in. Why? Because if we're talking about two containers anyway, meaning that A and B share a particular uh, barrel of wine that they are partners in, 
in, okay? And then B and C share a particular barrel of wine that their partner's in. If that's what we're talking about, what difference does it make if there are already two partnerships going on here? What difference does it make if A and B have wine in common and B and C have oil in common? They should still be able to say that we're all connected to one to the other. What's the problem? So therefore you see that it must be that when it talks about them sharing wine, it means they share a single container of wine among all three of them, A, B, and C. And again, it doesn't have to be only three. I'm just using that as an example. Could be 10, could be however many chatzerot open to the mavoy if they're united in one uh, container. However, Abaye doesn't buy that. He says, It's not necessarily true. Because really it could be that if they're using the same, if it's the same substance that A and B and B and C are united with, in other words, A and B have a partnership in uh, a container of wine and B and C have a partnership in a different container of wine, that could still be considered one partnership because even though it's in two different kelim, it's in two different containers, but the fact is if they wanted to consolidate and put them all together, they could. Whereas wine and oil, it's not just the fact that they're two separate containers. It's the fact that you can't mix wine and oil. It wouldn't go together. So there's nowhere to consolidate. So according to Abaye, it could be that if it's the same food stuff that they are partners in, then even if it's in two different containers, it still could be considered a unifying partnership. Okay, the only problem is where you have two items that can't be combined, that it wouldn't be considered a single partnership. According to Rav, the first opinion that opened the Gemara here, he's saying, no, in order for it to be considered one partnership, it cannot only be one food item. It also has to be in a single container that shows that they're all united. And that's actually what the halakha is. If you look at the halakha up, you'll see that the halakha is that in order to make a shitufim of what it has to be uh, in one container, at least it can't be in two containers, meaning to say that if there's so much of it that they need two containers and it spills over, then they're allowed to have two containers, but they can't start out with uh, multiple containers and, and consider that a partnership. It should start out at least with one container, but the idea here is that it could be a business partnership that they have, and that's enough to call it a, a, a unifying. In other words, if they had uh, if they ran a restaurant or something and they had you know a large thing of uh, wine or large things of whatever food, and they all were equally uh, uh, partners in that, so the different uh, courtyards ran, uh, I don't know, run a restaurant, so then they, they wouldn't need to make a separate shituf every Shabbat and say we're all one, uh, one uh, you know, family because they already, <laughs> they wouldn't because they all have share in one uh, food yeah, yeah. entity already. Yeah, but it has to be food. That's the only thing. It would have to be food. Now, so now what Rabbi Shimon said that even if one of the partnerships was with bread, I'm sorry, with, uh, with wine and one of the partnerships was with oil, it's still good. So, well, he says, even if one has wine and one has oil. So, so he says, this must be talking about not the typical case that we were thinking of, because we were thinking of that you have uh, multiple chatserot and they all open to one mavoy. And therefore, A and B and B and C, they all have to be, A, B, C have to all be together, one, one united uh, partnership. And that's why we said it had to be the same food. But Rabbi Shimon is talking about a different case. He's talking about where it's a chatser shebin shnei mavod. It's talking about a chatser that has two different alleys. In other words, it straddles two alleys. On either side, there's another uh, mavoy. It's not one, uh, it's not open to only one uh, uh, one uh, alleyway. For Rabbi Shimon it's not. And Rabbi Shimon is following his own reasoning that he said elsewhere. So Rashi explains, In other words, when Rabbi Shimon, say, when Rabbi Shimon says that you can have a partnership with wine and with oil, he doesn't mean the same partnership. That was the problem we were saying. How could A and B are partners in wine, B and C are partners in oil, and you're going to say it's the same partnership. It's not the same partnership. It's two different things. It's not the same thing. So it says, you're right, you're right. Rabbi Shimon is not talking about that. He's talking about where there are two partnerships going on because this chatzer straddles 
to, you know, there's an exit to one Mavoy and there's an exit to another Mavoy. So it has to make partnership with the people in Mavoy the, to the left and people in Mavoy to the right. It can't, so it can actually make two different partnerships. That's the Chidush, that even though it's in between two different alleys, and it's going to be using both of those alleys, it can make two distinct partnerships, one with the people who are on the east and one with the west, whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, it can make two different partnerships, and that's okay, even though the people on the other side of those partnerships, in other words, imagine there's one chatzer in the middle, and to its right is one mavoy that it shares with people that are to the, further to the east, let's say. And, uh, and, and on its left, it, it shares uh, a mavoy with people that are further to the west. Okay, the people on the west, it has a partnership in wine with them. Okay, and that's how they use that Mavoy. And the people on the east, it has a partnership with oil with them. And that's why they're able to use that Mavoy. But the people on the east and west can't, don't have a partnership with each other. That's why it's okay. Because we have a partnership with the people on one side with using one item. And we have a partnership. We, we are in the oil business with the people on the... We're not talking about uh, uh, petroleum. I'm talking about, you know... Talking about uh, olive oil, so the, the, we're, we're so the people on the east side they have a they have a relationship with them. They have a business. They have oil that they share, right? And the people on the uh, the people on the, the the west side they have wine. So it's okay because the people on the east and west don't have to connect with each other. Only the people in the middle. That's what Rabbi Shimon is saying. He's saying even though these two partnerships are distinct from one another, for the chaser in the middle, it's good because they have a partnership on both sides. It doesn't matter. Right, so that's and, and and Rabbi Shimon is following his reasoning, and Rashi explains that according to Rabbi Shimon, one chaser can have a relationship with two different mavoot, even though those two alleyways don't have a relationship with each other. Right. In other words, the idea is that you might be concerned that well, once the middle chaser has a relationship with the eastern mavoy and the western mavoy, maybe people from the eastern chaserot that don't have a relationship with the western ones are going to bring stuff from their area all the way over to the western Mavoy, which they don't have a relationship with, and they're not allowed to go in there. That could be a problem, because they'll think, well, we have a neutral zone here, this Chatzir in the middle. We have a relationship with them. So maybe we can, tra- we can transport items all the way from our Mavoy here all the way to that Mavoy, but they don't have permission in that Mavoy because they don't have a relationship with that Mavoy. So that, you might think that's a problem. Rabbi Shimon says it's no problem, even though the people on the east and west are banned from each other, they're all able to um, have a relationship with the one in the middle. And uh, she says, Even though, he says, these two Mavoot do not have a relationship with each other, that doesn't mean that the middle cannot have a relationship with both. And that's, that's what Rabbi Shimon was talking about there. There's not as we see in the Mishnah. What is it similar to? That you can have three chatzot. We've seen this before. You can have three chatzot that are open to one another. Each one open to Rishut Rabbi. So what's the issue? So, that according to Rabbi Shimon, you could have a situation, and we saw this before, we have three chatserot. Forget about alleyways for a second. You have three chatserot. They're open to each other. The middle one makes a relationship, makes a eruve chatserot with the one on the left, and it makes an eruve chatserot with the one on the right. But the only thing is, right and left don't have a relationship with each other. Okay? So the one in the middle has a relationship with both. Rabbi Shimon says, that's okay. That's not going to be a problem. Ah, what about the fact that somebody from the right might come into the middle and then end up in the left? What about somebody from the left comes in the middle, ends up on the right? We're not worried about that. That's their problem. But the one in the middle, 
is it has a relationship with both. It can go, you know, and it's able to uh, deal with and transport objects back and forth from both, and it's not going to be prohibited in any way. Now, the Chachamim disagreed with Rabbi Shimon, actually, and the Chachamim said that since it's open, since the, uh, the and Rashi mentions this here, he says that the, um, that the, the, the Chachamim are, didn't, weren't comfortable with that because they said that basically what you have is you have an open uh, pathway from, the, uh, from a place that's prohibited because the people who are all the way to the right, who don't have a relationship with the people on the left, might go through the middle chatzer and end up on the left chatzer and they're not allowed to bring things from, uh, from the right to the left. They're only allowed in the middle. So actually the Chachamim were prohibiting uh, prohibiting that. They were saying no, that, that, that it will, it'll be a problem. But Rabbi Shimon said it's no problem for the middle to make a relationship with both the right and the left. And it says not only can the people in the middle carry from their area to either the right or the left, but also the right can carry into the middle and the left can carry into the middle. Just, but, but the one on the right and the left, they can't go from all the way from the right to the left and all the way from the left to the right. That's what, so he's saying the same concept here. In other words, that since this chatzer is bordering on two mavo'ot, it can have two independent partnerships with each one of those mavo'ot, even though those mavo'ot don't have a relationship with each other. Okay, that's the... And now the, now the way that Rashi interprets this is that, um, that uh, th- therefore, really this is Rabbi Shimon's opinion, that we're, re- we're reading the Mishnah, that the Chachamim are saying that's not allowed. In other words, the, the pro, what, what, the, what the Mishnah is saying when it says wine and oil are not allowed in a partnership is exactly the same case, meaning they don't allow two different partnerships that the Chatzir has one partnership with the people in the Western Mavoy and one partnership with the people in the Eastern Mavoy. They wouldn't allow that because there's always the possibility that people from the East are going to end up on the West and vice versa. We can't have that. Okay? Rabbi Shimon, just like he says, three Chatzirot next to each other can do this. Right, where you have one has a relationship with the middle, the other has a relationship with the middle, but the two outer ones don't have a relationship with each other. He says the same thing with the mavo'ot, so you, so you can have a relationship wine on the, this side and, and oil on this side, and you're good. That's the, that's the, uh, the machloket between Rabbi Shimon and, Rabbi, and the Chachamim then is really connected to this more basic machloket. If you have three, you basically have three areas with uh, two ex, you know, the two extremes open to the one in the middle, can the middle have a two independent relationships with the ones on the extremes, even though the extremes don't have a relationship with one another? That's really the question of the Mishnah. According to this interpretation, that's what Rabbi Shimon was saying. But Amalei Abaye Abaye said, Midame, is that really comparable? Because Hatam Katani Shtaimachitzonot Asurot, Hacha Katani En Klal, right? So he says, what is the, over there, even Rabbi Shimon would agree. In other words, even Rabbi Shimon, who says that the middle can have a relationship with the left and the right, even though the left and the right don't have a relationship with each other, right? So even he would say that the left and the right are prohibited from being with each other, right? Whereas, he, in other words, there's some kind of a restriction. Whereas here it says that, that it sounds like there's no problem at all. That there's no difficulty at all. It's saying you don't need, once you have a wine relationship with the people on the right and a, and and an oil relationship with the people on the left or whatever, so then everything is okay. It sounds like everything is good then. That actually it, it, the implication Abaye is saying is that they could even go one to the other. That everything is fine. It says no, that's not what it means. My it doesn't mean that the people on the two extremes automatically are grandfathered into this relationship. That's not what we're saying. We're not saying because the chatzer in the middle has a partnership in wine with the eastern uh, chatzerot and has a partnership in uh, oil with the western chatzerot, that that means that now all of a sudden the western and the eastern have a relationship. That's not what we meant. 
all it means, it, actually, they're prohibited from going from one to the other because they don't have a relationship. The chidush is that according to Rabbi Shimon, the people in the middle can use both. They can use the Mavoy on the west, the Mavoy on the east, because they have two different partnerships, and it's not a problem. In other words, it's, it's, it's not so much an issue of the wine versus the oil. That's not the main point. The main point, according to this interpretation, is that there are two distinct partnerships where the one on the east and the one on the west don't have a relationship, but the one in the middle has a relationship with both. It's really another application of that same idea according to this. But that would mean that if the people on the far ends want to have a relationship, they have to also unite with each other. We don't have to go to this idea that there are two mavo'ot here. We don't have to assume that Rabbi Shimon's machloket here with the Chachamim has to do with two mavo'ot. Forget that for a second. Amara, he says, no. The Gemara loves to bring this up. It brings it up a lot. No, the real machloket here has nothing to do with two mavo'ot. Forget that. It, let's go back to our original idea. That we're talking about where there were three chatzerot, they all open to the same mavoi, forget about the two mavoot and two different partnerships. But what happens is that chatzer A and chatzer B have a partnership that they have a gigantic barrel of wine that they share. And, 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 and chatzer B and chatzer C have a relationship that there's a gigantic barrel of wow. olive oil that they share. That, like we originally said. Okay, so then what's the problem? The machloket is really the same as the machloket between Rabbi Yochanan and uh, Ben Uri and the rabbis that we've seen before. We saw in Masechet Shabbat. Now this is really an issue of, uh, of Tum'ah, but it, it, apl- it actually makes itself, uh, you know, manifests itself in a lot of different cases, especially Hilchot Shabbat. If you have wine floating on top of the, uh, uh, you know, if you have oil floating on top of the wine, is that oil considered to be at rest? That was, one of the, that was why it came up in Masechet Shabbat. But the, uh, the more basic question is, So you have oil, you have, um, you have oil that's floating on top of wine. Obviously, oil and, and wine won't mix. And a um, and uh, what happens is that a tivulyom, a, uh, uh, a a person who has gone to the mikveh that day but has is not yet uh, finished his day, so therefore anything he touches he'll make a tamei. He's a sheni letumah, so that means he can he can make tumah uh, invalid. So he touches the oil. The question is, does that affect the wine too? So it says lo pasal elashevavat. So he only makes the oil tamay. He's not going to make the wine tamay because the oil and the wine are not considered one thing because the oil is floating on top of the wine. Okay? And, uh, so the, the, uh, because the density of the wine is greater than the density of the oil. So the oil is going gonna, is gonna, to, just like the oil will float on top of the water. Right? So, the, so therefore, the, um, the, uh, uh, so therefore, he's only going to be considered touching the oil, not the wine. Rabbi Yochanan says, even though they don't actually mix, right? Meaning, meaning even though they will separate, and the uh, because of the density of the wine, it will push the uh, it will push the oil up, and it will float on top. Still, they're considered one entity. So if you touch the oil, you're touching the wine. So how is that relevant to our case? Because Rabbanan ke Rabbanan, Rabbi Shimon ke Rabbi Yochanan ben very simple. The rabbis are following the rabbis. In other words, the, the rabbis here who are saying that oil, a partnership in oil and a partnership in wine cannot be consolidated into one partnership because oil and wine literally don't mix, right? Whereas Rabbi Shimon is saying if, if Chatzir A has a relationship in wine with Chatzir B and Chatzir B has a relationship, has a partnership in, in oil with Chatzir C, 
theoretically, you could put those two things together and combine them and say that it's all one big uh, partnership, one big linkage, one to the other. And so that would, that's the, the way that Rav Yosef interprets it. He says it's really an issue, not so much. Again, just like Rabbi Sh- we said before that Rabbi Shimon's issue wasn't so much about wine and oil as it was about the two mavo'ot on either side that don't have a relationship with each other. He's saying, no, it's not so much about the fact that there are two partnerships as about whether wine and oil can be consolidated together. If there was wine and wine, apparently you would have no problem then it would be okay. In other words, just like the Chachamim said, if wine, if A and B have a relationship in wine, B and C have a relationship with wine, since you could combine them together, it's good. But if it's oil that comes in, since oil and wine cannot mix together, you can't consolidate the relationships and therefore it's going to end up that, uh, that these are two separate relationships and it doesn't work. Rabbi, so, for all purposes, it could be that a partnership with whiskey and, uh, and other liquids. Right. The actual object doesn't matter. It's the fact that they have a common partnership, or they don't have common partnership in one item. Is so, that so? Well, the, That's right, so the Mishnah is saying is, is the, the obvious case is where they all they have a, two different partnerships. Now, there's a big barrel of wine that's shared by A and B, and there's a big barrel of wine shared by B and C. And in that case, said okay. So that was that was the initial question. Rav was saying that wouldn't even be good because it has to be in one vessel in order to work. Mm-hmm. Abaye said that's not no. Could be that even in two vessels, as long as it's something that you could combine together. So this seems to be assuming that also that as long as it could be combined together, it could be you could just look at it all as one partnership. But oil and wine, they won't mix together, so then it won't work. Now Tanya Rabbi Elazar ben Tadai Omer Echad Zev Echad Zev so it says, e- even in this case, where the partnerships are in wine, they still need an Eruv. In other words, again, remember, we're talking about a case where, um, so, uh, so we're talking about a case where the, um, this partnership had nothing to do with the Mavoy. This is just a business partnership. And it's saying that counts as the Shituf, right? So it says, we still need an Eruv here, even if, so the Gemara says, even if both partnerships with wine, so Amaraba Zebab Liginov Shafach Vezebab Liginov Shafach Kule Amalop Ligid Havero. Everybody agrees that if each group comes with their own wine and they put it together, in other words, the people from Chatzir A and Chatzir B, how do they make their partnership? The people in Chatzir A have a vineyard and they bring wine and they put it into the barrel, and the people from Chatzir B come and they put it in the barrel. That, right, same barrel. So that's a partnership. That's a rope. The question is if they purchase. A, b- a barrel of wine together. In other words, Chatzir A gives uh, 50 bucks and Chatzir B gives 50. I don't know how much a barrel of wine costs, but, right? And, 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 and they com- combine together, they buy, uh, they buy a barrel. So that's the problem. Rabbi Elazabentadai says, there's no Brera, there's no way to retroactively say that each side has a portion of this because they put the money together and they bought just one just one uh, 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 barrel. So it's not like they created a partnership. They bought one thing together. And normally, how do you do shitufei mavo'ot or erovechatserot? You take a portion from each person. But here, they, they, they bought one barrel. Right? So, so that, that's, he says, that's the problem. The rabbis disagree with him and say, no, there is barrel, meaning you could have 
a um, you you can retroactively say that okay, the a portion of this belongs to chazer A, a portion of this belongs to chazer B, and they each have a component. So Rashi explains says, he says uh, if they did it, the the meaning each member of of chazer A came and they, and they filled up the barrel. They didn't do it in the beginning for shitufei mavuot or or eovei chazerot. Okay, so because everybody brought, but if they just bought one item, okay, and what happened was they really just became partners in the money. He says that's not really considered a partnership in the wine in the way that we're talking about here, because we're talking about a partnership in wine where each person or you know put in a component of it physically put in a component of it. He doesn't believe that if there's part their partners partners in the money that that counts. It has to be partners in the food itself. So we, so and since we can't tell Right, but since you can't identify a component of that that belongs to me, a component belongs to you, he says that's not good. The rabbis say that doesn't matter. The rabbis say the fact that you bought the barrel the way that it is is fine. Right? So uh forget about that. That's not the issue. The issue is not like what we just said. That's not what Rabbi Elizabeth Tadai was was bothered by, the fact that they uh, that that they bought it as one. No, he would be fine with that. That's not the issue. The issue is the question is, can you rely on shituf uh, in, in place of eruv? One says you can, one says you can't. Now what does that mean? Rashi says, The question is, if, you, if the chatserot made a shituf, they made a, a partnership across the chatserot, okay? But they didn't make an Eruvei Chatserot within. In other words, they made it, look at it like they didn't make a domestic uh, fix. They made an inter, inter-Chatser fix, but they didn't make one for their own Chatser. Normally you make Eruvei Chatserot and then you make Shitufei Mavot also. Because one is within the Chatser to be able to carry for the different houses. One is for the, for the Mavot for a multi, across Chatserot. So they didn't do that. Right? So it says, in that case, it says, Rabbanant, and that's what they're arguing about, Rashi says, Rabbanant, and the is, can you say shituf supersedes erovei chatzerot? In other words, once we're making already a relationship uh, across chatzerot, it presupposes that each chatzer is one entity. That's how we're able to do it. So the, the rabbis say, if you made shitufei mavuot, you don't meaning what he meant when he said was he was talking about if they made in if the um, when when sorry when Rabbi Elazar, when Rabbi Elazar ben Tadai said they still need to make a shituf a, a, he meant even though they made a shituf they still need for the chatzerot for the individual courtyards that's what he meant he didn't mean that the partnership of a barrel of wine if they the bought it together wasn't yeah. good enough he meant that even though they have that across Chatserot what about the, within the Chatser within the Chatser you need something and that's the problem according to Ben Tadai according to the rabbis no it, it, the fact that you're making Shitufei Mavuot already implies that you uh, that you have um uh, a, 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 right? meaning you don't need it you don't need it you don't need it where do I get that from because Rav Yehuda said the name of Rav, the halacha follows Rabbi Meir. We'll see what this is in a second. Okay. V'amar Rav Brona, Amar Rav, halacha k'Rabbi Elazar ben Tadai. And Rav Brona said the name of Rav, that halacha follows Rabbi Elazar ben Tadai. So, my ta'ama, what's the reason why they said that the halacha follows Rabbi Meir? 
and the halacha follows ben tadai because lav mishum dechad ta'amahu. Isn't it because it's the same reasoning? Now, what does it mean? So Rashi says, that you can't rely on the shituf in place of an eruv. In other words, that, so Rav said, you, we follow Rabbi Meir, that you can't just have shituf across chatserot without having a chatz, an, a, within the chatser and eruv chatserot. And he also said, that so you see that these are the two same, same thing. In other words, Rav said it in two different contexts. He said that Lachafal follows Rabbi Meir, which is that you can't rely on shituf in place of the eruv, meaning that you can't rely on the fact that they made shituf across chatzirot to substitute for within the chatzir. You need both, okay? And he also said that Lachafal follows Ben Tadai, which who basically said the same thing. He's saying that's why Rav said that Lachafal follows both of these rabbis because they both said the same thing. So he says, But I have a problem with that, says Abaye, who usually likes to cause trouble. He said, I don't understand. So if that's true, that they basically said the same thing, so why is it an obvious question? It's really obvious, right? So if, the, if, if Ben Tadai and Rabbi Meir are saying the same thing, why say twice, Allah follows Rabbi Meir and Allah follows Rabbi Ben Tadai? You're just repeating yourself then. In other words, very nice to say, oh, my proof. That they're saying the same thing is because Rav said the halacha follows Rabbi Meir, and Rav also said the halacha follows Ben Tadai. So clearly, Ben Tadai and Rabbi Meir are the same thing. But Abayi says it the opposite. If he had to say the halacha follows Rabbi Meir and the halacha follows Ben Tadai, then they're not saying the same thing. Because why would he say it twice? Right? It's, yeah, there's got to be some other other reason. So he says, okay, Hakamashmanan dilav denan. Ketrei, he says. So what's the reason for the two Hakamashmanan dilav avdenan? Uh, you see from this that we don't follow two stringencies in Eruvin. What does that mean? So Rashi explains. It says, from the fact that Rav said we follow Ben Tadai, you see that we don't have two stringencies. What does that mean? Because Meaning, you can only take one stringency per rabbi in Eruvin. He says, that's what he says. He says, Dechad Tana. He says, Trey Chumrei Dechad Tana Beruvin. Rabbi Meir, Trey Chumrei Amar. Because Rabbi Meir said two stringencies. First, En Tzomuchin Bechatzerot Al Shituf Mavoi Ben Shnishtatfu Bepat Ben Shnishtatfu Beyayit. Because Rabbi Meir says you can't rely on the fact that they made a Shituf across Chatzerot, even if the Shituf they made across Chatzerot was made with bread. Which would be good for Erovei Chatzor. But by the way, that's one difference between Shitufei Mavo'ot and Erovei Chatzor. Erovei Chatzor has to be bread. Right? But when you unite across Chatzorot, it could be other food. It doesn't have to be bread. Right? So that even if they use bread, you still need to make another one. The rabbis say no. If you use bread, it's okay. Okay? So therefore it says, And in our Mishnah, the way we're understanding it now, they were saying that even if the partnership was made with wine, meaning even though they made the shituf across chatserot with an item that you couldn't make an Eruv chatserot for, it would still be good enough. So that's the other extreme. In other words, Rabbi Meir is saying one extreme. He's saying you can't rely on any shituf across chatserot to substitute for the in within the chatser. There has to be something within the chatser also. And even if what they used to unite the chatserot was something that could have been good enough also for the eruv chatserot of the individual chatser because it was bread, still it's no good. The rabbis say, no, the opposite. You can rely on it even if it was with something that can't be good, like wine. 
that wouldn't be good for for, for Erov Echatzon. It's still good. And so it says, that, and so Ishtakach de Machmir Trechumrei. So really, Rabbi Meir is following two stringencies because he's saying uh, that you can't rely on the Shituf. And he's also saying that that's true even in a case where they used bread. Right? So he's going, he's going very far. Right? So it says, Therefore, They didn't want to say the halacha was like Rabbi Meir in two stringencies. Okay? So when it comes to whether you're allowed to rely on shituf when you don't have erove chatzerot, they said, the halacha falls ben tadai, that you can't do that. And when the question came up about what about if it's done with bread, so then they said the halacha falls Rabbi Meir that even if it's done with bread, it's no good. But they didn't want to give him credit for both. For both points. Okay, so they quoted two different rabbis so that all of the weight of the stringency wouldn't fall on Rabbi Meir. Because there's two questions here. Because it could be that, yeah, you can't, uh, you can't rely on shituf in the place of Erovei Chatzerot when you're using wine. But maybe when you're using bread, it would be okay. Right, so that there could be a middle position. So the fact that we go all the way to the far extreme position is because we're following both Ben Tadai and Rabbi Meir. Not just Rabbi Meir himself is going to have to carry all of that weight. Okay, now, my Rabbanan, where do we see this machlok with Rabbi Meir and the Rabbanan? The Tanya says in the Brighton, Marvin, Marvin. When it comes to the unification of the individual chatzer, you can only use bread, you can't use wine. On the other hand, Mavoy, if you want to do a cross chatzerot, you can use wine. If you want, if you want to use bread, you can use that. Marvin, Marvin, you have to both do Erovei Chatzerot within the Chatzer and then do the partnership across the Chatzerot to use the alleyway. So the kids won't, re- won't forget the idea of Erov. Because the, ra- the kids will say, we don't remember our Chatzer ever having its own internal Erovei Chatzerot. We just had a, we, they, they only knew about the Shituf. Then you come to a situation where there's no shared uh, alleyway. It's just a chatzer and they won't realize that you have to do Erovei Chatzerot because they never saw it. Because when there were 10 different chatzerot opening to one alleyway, they just had this shitufe mavo'ot. There was nothing inside their chatzer to permit it. So they won't realize that you need that also and that the shituf was actually covering for that. <laughs> so Rabbi Meir says that you have to have both. You have to have both. And the rabbi said, and they said you could do either one. Meaning, if you did, if you want to do both, that's fine. If you want to do shituf, and it could cover also for the Erovei Chatzerot as well. So, Paligi Bar Rabbi Nechumai, it should be something else. Rechumai, it says. Rabbi Nechumai ve Raba. Chad Amar Bepate Kulei Hamalop Legide Bechadasagi. Keep Legi Beyayin. Chad Amar Beyayin de Kulei Hamalop Legide Beyayin Antarte. Keep Legi Bepat. So, there were two interpretations of this machloket, just to make it more confusing for you, because it's getting easy. Right? So, he wanted, he wanted to confuse you. So he said, you know, this argument, whether shituf covers also for chatzerot, one view says, if they use bread for the shituf, everybody agrees it's fine. Even, even the chachamim agree it's fine. Why? Because bread is the thing you use for erovei chatzerot. So what difference does it make if we collect from all the chatzerot and say we're all together and we subsume the erovei chatzerot in the shitufei mavot? What's the difference? We're using the same thing, we're using bread. Where it's wine that you're using, that's a machloket between Rabbi Meir and the Chachamim. Because since you're using something you couldn't use for Erovei Chatzerot, maybe it doesn't count. Right? That's one interpretation. The other says, no, no, no. With wine, everybody agrees it's no good. With wine, everybody agrees that if you do the shituf across the Chatzerot with wine that you can't use for Erovei Chatzerot, 
Even the Chachamim would agree that's no good. The Machloket is when you use bread. The Rebbe Meir would say, even though you're using bread, you still can't use that to cover for within the Chatzir. There has to be something for within the Chatzir and something for across the Chatzir. There is an objection to that. So you see from here that even the rabbis, they said you can either do Eruv, or you can do shituf. So doesn't that mean that either you can do eruv with bread, or you can do shituf with wine? They didn't specify that it had to be with bread. Yeah. So that shows you that even when it's with wine, they think it's okay. So it says, Amar Rav Gidal Amar Rav, no, not necessarily, O Marvin Bechatzer Bepat, O Motarin Kan Vekan, O Mishtatfim Bemavoy Bepat, O Motarin Kan Vekan. What they meant was, you can either make a eruv chatzerot with bread, and then you're good, or you can make a shituf with bread and you're good. But it has to be with bread if you're going to use one to substitute for the other. Then the conclusion is, He said the custom is like Rabbi Meir. And finally, Not that the official custom was like Rabbi Meir, but that the, uh, but that the people practice like Rabbi Meir. In other words, that they make both an Eruv Chatzerot and a Shutuf Mavod. And Rashi explains the difference between this. He says, Halacha means that they announce it as the official Halacha when they give the, when they say over what the Halacha is. Minhag means we don't teach it that way officially, but if somebody asks, we tell them, this do this way. And then Nagua means that we don't say anything about it, but the, if the people do both Eruvei Chatzerot and also Shitufei Mavod, we don't stop them, meaning it's okay. That's what the people have adopted as their practice. It doesn't come from the top. It comes from the grassroots uh, custom. But the point is that said that's what's done, that they make both Eruvei Chatzerot and also Shitufei Mavod. Would, would, you know, even though they, uh, even, we follow Rebbe Meir, that we don't subsume one under the other. Okay, have a great day. Chodesh Tov.